to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 309 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. And that wasn't a mating call for a Yeti. That was Chris <laughs> preparing mentally for the intensive 30 minutes of podcasting we're about to do. I was practicing my vocal range. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> uh, yes. Welcome along. Hello, everybody. I hope you're doing well in the lead up to Christmas. It's very busy. Lots of uh, things. Black Friday, or as Kmart calls it, Bright Friday. Have you checked that out, actually? I ha- uh, what what bit of um, Kmart just sent out an email Bright Friday. I know oh, I don't get emails from people, but yeah, um, and there was a big toolbox on wheels. You know the big toolbox with the drawers on it for hundred nine bucks. I was going, oh, I'll tell Sam about that, and then went, oh yeah, no, he'd probably be hooked up with Bunnings. So I don't need to. Tell no, no. So no, no. So interestingly, <laughs> you talked about that is because everybody basically online apparently started dissing Kmart instantly because they're like, your website doesn't even work on a normal day of the week. Why do you think it's going to work on Black Friday? And someone went through and put every single item of the top 20 deals into a shopping cart and only two were available. So they've had to go back and tweak their website and they've got something in place that can deal with, oh, what did they say it was? Oh, if there's a big influx, they're going to do something. But the way they described it was really weird. Like, I don't think they know what they were talking about. I will say, though, because I've gone to Kmart a few times to get tradies builder pants. Yes. I bought, I wanted to buy a couple of pair of those. And I just couldn't buy, you know, oh, they, they sell out the day they arrive and all that. So I bugger it. And I ordered them online and they came and they were great. And they fit, no, I was like. They're amazing. No, awesome. so I'd be interested to see how they go. But actually talking about the uh, internet in general, Amazon went down today. A lot of their servers. That's You huge. saw that? That's huge. No, I didn't see that. It affected Roku, the streaming service, Roomba. And some other really big company. Roomba the vacuum. Yeah, this guy that wrote the so okay because they have. No, tell me how you if, my my if I'm gonna have a vacuum, little slave, going around my freaking lounge cleaning up my crap. I don't want it fucking around on the internet while it's supposed to be working. Uh, what's going on? Well, I don't really know, but the guy that wrote the article <laughs> said his Roomba wasn't working because it couldn't talk to the server. <laughs> Oh, that's nuts. So uh, it was a data center in uh, America, North America. It affected a lot of North American people. Amazon haven't said what's gone on or what the deal is, but the server that went down was also the server that powers their uh, notification system on their thing. So that was all broken. So they couldn't tell anyone anyway. Uh, But it affected a lot of software as a service companies that are using AWS. So anyway, uh, it's weird, eh? Because all you need is to take out like one layer of big corporation like i'm just imagining bezos is in an office screaming at people <laughs> what is going on i could lose billions by this afternoon that's right and i wouldn't miss any of them hey following on from <laughs> that's right following on from last week uh yes. shower update time everybody wants to know about that <laughs> so uh, where did we get to last week i've forgotten you you know you know, we well, up. we got to some dude might come next year and fix the shower and maybe some plumber would turn up. And in the meantime, our uh, number one landlord, Kim, he decided to turn up unannounced again illegally. And uh, he had two tubes of white corking or white uh, sealant. Silicon sealant. Silicon sealant with him. No more gaps. That's the stuff he loves. 
Uh, because gonna... that's the last thing. Last time they said, oh, that shower's rotting away, you need to get a new shower. He came in and did the same thing. I think that his go-to fix. I think when he's at a mechanic and they're like, you really probably need to fix this engine, something's wrong with it. Oh, I fix it. <laughs> just jam this, jam the silicon in there. I throw a bit of banana peel into the engine it just... Makes it hum. Anyway, he turned up. I gave him a bit of grief because I said, basically, what are you doing here? And he goes, oh, I had to fix the shower. And I said, well, that's not going to fix it, is it? That's leaking underneath. No, no, I seal this and then plumber come next week. And I was like, cool. Does Chris know you're here? Oh, oh I said I would come back. I said, yeah, cool. But he doesn't know you're here now, does he? Oh, no, I fixed shower. And then he wandered off and then he goes, oh, do you have a rag? And I just looked at him. I said, no, I do not have a rag. You should have brought one with you if that's what you were going to be doing. You said that? Yeah. Oh, good on you. Uh, and then I said, I will give you a paper towel. And he went, oh, 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 oh. I said, all I've got is a paper towel. So I either give you a paper towel or I give you nothing. Here's your paper towel. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot we had these cloths, to be honest. Like, it didn't even, I didn't even register. Anyway, he went in there. He's done the world's worst Worst job. I could have trained an orangutan better. Can we? Uh, can you maybe get a photo? Of no, that I don't want to because it's super gross. Uh, that's true it's, it, actually that's, that's really true. And no, I prefer to go to the use the shower at the gym. No, but to be honest, it's the the bit on the hinge side behind the door is a hundred times worse than the other bit. I haven't even looked. No, at that go poke your head in and look behind the shower with the hinges, and you'll just be like, "What is going on?" Like he's dumped a whole tube and just went. <laughs> Anyway, and then he, uh, uh, some people were coming to pick up pumpkin seedlings and this car pulled in and I thought it was these people. So I'm like, Hey, how's it going? And it was him again, but in a different car. Oh, I had to take a photo of the tree at the back. I'm like, what? Cause he came and chopped down the tree in case we yes. didn't mention it. But yeah. there was one tree that's a bit too big. It's in a really weird spot and it's like right on the corner of the property. Yeah. It's almost on the other two neighbors house as well. Anyway, uh, eventually he took some photos and then a guy came to check it out because he got told it was only going to be a half hour job and he's done work for him before and he goes, I really need to check this out because I don't believe him. (laughs) Oh, real. God, it's terrible. I'm so glad that we've got a property manager that manages this stuff. Yeah, I'm surprised he still does. I know, I know. It blows my mind. Anyway... Uh, what have you been up to? You were out late last night doing yeah, stuff? Yeah, I went up to uh, Auckland for a dinner. It's the first time I've dressed up in freaking most of this year, to be honest. <laughs> well, there's not that many occasions during lockdown to do it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so anyway, it was cool. I uh, went up, uh, but yeah, I got home about 11 o'clock, and of course I had to start work at four this morning, so I was a bit, I'm, mm. I'm a bit, I'm feeling it a bit right I, now. I'm I know. But the dinner was okay? Yeah, no, it was good. It was great, actually. I uh, met some interesting people. I've met most of them online. The first time I've met them uh, in person. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, we had a good chat. It was it was good. So I'm just launching my um, workshop for uh, the hook and topic workshop. Hook and topic is uh, what you want to do to draw people in to yeah. learn more about whatever you're doing. Yeah. So if you're going to speak or even do a video about what what it is you do or what you're passionate about. Um, often people just stutter about, oh, I don't know what angle it is or whatever. So I've got a half-day workshop that I'm selling online. Um, and so a bunch of these people are going to go or they're going to sign up and uh, as affiliates and, get, and sell Get them. some other people go. Yeah, so it's Head up, good. Chris. If, like, literally, if you think this is something, have a think about what we just said. And uh, 
it, it's quite important to be able to draw people in because if you've spoken to, you can find amazing people that have really interesting products or services and they honestly are the most terrible people to talk to. Yeah, they just, they either know too much and they talk, you, talk Super about technical, the detail yeah. and it just, you just go, like, yeah, yeah, okay, all right, buddy. Or they go, or they just assume people will get why it's important and they just don't tell a story. So and if you know someone in that position, uh, contact Chris. Yeah. Um, so Chris Handling Communications on LinkedIn or Facebook. If you look Chris Handling Communications, I'll try not to hit the microphone. All the information about yes. That. Yeah, usually it's me that does oh, no. oh. stupid stuff like that. I want to talk about Aztec death whistles. Of course you do. I went and I woke up this morning. I was like, I bet Chris wants to talk to me about Aztec death whistles. Actually, interestingly enough, yeah, so what's the deal there? Because I've got a random story that I wasn't going to tell you, but this is jogging my memory. Okay, tell, tell me. Oh, no, this guy, there was a guy on, uh, on online the other day on a TikTok or Imgur or I don't know what the hell it was, or Instagram maybe, and he was like, oh, I'm making a, um, I don't think he called it a death whistle, but that's pretty much what it was, and he'd made one, and he goes, oh, it's my first one, and he's like, oh, going, and he was talking all about it, and it was made of clay. And then, yeah, he blew into it, and it was just, like, screaming. Yeah, so I didn't know that was a thing. No, neither did I, but this so, guy made um, one. When Odd Skull Shape... I'm reading from uh, a, well, a story somewhere. somewhere. Yep. It'll when be linked Odd to Skull-shaped grave items were found by archaeologists decades ago in Aztec Temple in Mexico. They were assumed to be mere toys or ornaments, and they were catalogued and stored in warehouses. Oh. However, years later, experts discovered they were creepy death whistles. They you made on. piercing noises resembling a human scream. Hang on, can, hang on. Can we just deconstruct that one sentence? <laughs> so something has been in storage for a long, long time, and and before that, it's been underground yeah, or yeah, buried yeah, or whatever. Yeah, Someone yeah. looked at it and goes, "My mouth fits on the end of that. <laughs> what happens if I blow? Because that's what happened, isn't it? Yeah, exactly yeah. the question uh, you sort of have about it, right? Um, so the, they make a piercing noise that resemble a human scream. They may have been used during ceremonies, sacrifices, or even during battle to strike fear. Oh, into yeah, their yeah, it'd be creepy, especially if there's heaps of them yeah, going. Well, can you imagine? Because um, oh, what, what's the one that Mel Gibson did? The film? I love that film. Braveheart. No, 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 no. It's an Aztec one. I uh, don't know. And they all speak. It's it's all subtitled. There's nothing in English. Oh, right. Okay. It's amazing. I can't film. think of it. Uh, I, I've, I've, I've got an image my in my head. but Yeah, it's, it's great. But yeah, these guys are being hunted in the jungle. Yeah. Could you imagine the people around you hunting you whistling? So they yeah using yeah. these so they, they can keep in touch with each other. And That'd be crazy. Yes. Oh, totally. So two skull-shaped uh, hollow whistles were found 20 years ago, blah, 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 blah. When they were finally blown, the sounds created were described as terrifying. Um, sounds of humans howling in pain, scooty, spooky gusts of wind, or the scream of a thousand. Anyway, I just didn't even know that was a thing, so I thought, wow, I'll share that with you guys. There Amazing. You go. Uh, yeah, go have a look. Oh, something that Chris has shared a couple of weeks ago, and I just want to mention, I know we sort of briefly you told me that i should mention this is the podcast scientology fair game because <laughs> uh, sam finally got around to it i sam, i because we meet up in the kitchen a lot at home uh and it's yes. like what the what is going on uh, yeah so i'm all caught up i've got one i've got the latest episode which just come out I've, that's the only one i've got left to go 
It's absolutely mind-blowing. I'm like, what is going on half the time? And none of it makes any sense. These were people that were in Scientology, did some really crazy stuff, or know people that did some crazy stuff, got out. One of them went back in and hasn't been seen since. And uh, it just mind-blowing. So it's Leah... Uh, Remick. Remini Remini and Mike Rinder they're the two and I just realised who she was because I went and checked out one of the blogs that they were always talking about and then there was like a facts and questions thing and the Tony Otega dude who's a reporter that has a blog about it but he wasn't a Scientologist yeah that's right he had a post about when she said she was coming out and then they said what she was doing and I was like oh it's her so there was a show back in the day called Kings and Queens and it was two middle class people. One was a, I don't, it was a real big fat dude and this woman. And the dad in the TV show, which went for nine seasons, which I didn't know, uh, was Jerry um, Stiller. Jerry Stiller. Ben Stiller's dad was the dad oh, in this. Okay. And there's all these shots of him crazy because he was yelling and all that. Anyway, she was the main actress in that show. Right. And that's how she was making all her money. Right. Cause now, and, and we discussed this offline before, but. Did she get the money, or did she make the money at all into Scientology? I don't know how it worked because they haven't. Know. That's a question. They tied them and then they charged them to be audited and all that. So well, maybe, she had to pay a million dollars to get into the top level of the. Yeah, so thing. she must have got the money. Yeah, I'm not sure how. To, anyway, it's all crazy. Uh, it's just mind blowing. Um, they do go on about some of the some of the same stuff over and over, but it's yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah, I I I I find it fascinating. Uh, coming from a semi-cult uh, oh, yeah, background Oh, yeah, the Jehovah's Witness guy I just finished listening to today as well, because yeah. I interview him and what the similarities were and yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, it's just all sorts of craziness. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I grew up with that sort of uh, stuff. And so I find it fascinating. But, yeah, definitely check it out, because I, I think more people should, because you just think the lawmakers, particularly in the States, should go, uh, this isn't a church. This is a business slash mafia and they shouldn't be oh, the fucking ma- getting money from so they owed two billion in taxes or something when they got tax exemption got from tax I, exemption. Uh, the, yeah yeah it's mental and yeah. the main guy's a complete psycho by the sounds of it yeah anyway anyway good times check that out if you're uh talk about complete psychos oh yes <laughs> go donald trump um actually no i did want to talk about this so Right now, as of this recording, he has finally capitulated and said that sort the of, transition team can go yeah. in. But I might still have won. You don't know. So, anyway. <laughs> That's right. I, is that pretty accurate? Yeah, it sounds, accurate, sounds about yeah. right. Anyway, so I was listening to uh, um, Fasman, John Fasman from um, The Economist. He's the new, uh, American, cor- uh, American political correspondent for okay. The Economist. Yeah, yeah. And something he said fascinated me, and I'm extrapolating this, so this is not what he said specifically, but he, because um, he's based there, and he made the comment um, on this podcast that he just keeps getting inundated with um, emails because he's obviously signed up for the Republican Party because he's a reporter. He wants to know what's going on, so he gets all the emails, right? And he's just getting inundated with emails to donate money to um to 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 fight the legal battle so Trump can win yeah yeah and I realised that this is a a grift so he he did go into it a little bit and and oh. I don't know what that was, <laughs> it was a car beeping its horn or something I thought that was your phone or me something. too for a second <laughs> anyway um so 
If you donate money to this legal fund, as far as I can tell, it's not campaign finance. It's no. a legal fund. Yes. So if it's not, and being- the way he said it, it sounded something like sixty <clears throat> percent of that can go to the financing of the fund, which means they can pay consultants oh. like like DJ TJ. Um, I don't know who that is, but I'm sure he's Donald, on the payroll. Donald Trump Jr. Oh, of course, D- DJ yeah, TJ. Okay. Yeah, um, they can they can um, they can pay him. Wha- wha- you know, whopping great consultancy fees, and then twenty percent goes to the RNC, and then twenty percent goes to the um, the legal fund to pay lawyers. Oh, that's good. So, the more he puts this off or, or creates this thing, it's just a massive grift because he had seventy million people voted for him, right? Yes, that's right. So, let's say only a third of those, yeah. Are, are like rabidly supporting him. And I think it's more than a third because it's so divisive that I think it's more like a half. But even if it's a third, let's say 20 million people donate to him, they're going to give him, what, at least 10 bucks. Probably. That's $200 million. That's why, that, to me, that's why he's not, that's why he's dragging this out. It's got nothing to do. He doesn't want to win it. All he wants to do is grift this money off all these people. Well, and he's created this a, thing. Well, it's not a surprise. No, it's I know, but it, it was to me. It was like, holy crap, that's what's going I saw on. It's he- not political at I all. Saw it's head- all about the money. That's right. I, I saw a headline where I think he's trying to push through some other rando changes before January the 20th. Oh, he's doing heaps. He's trying to do all sorts of stuff. But he's it, never like- been busier on the oh. golf course as well. <laughs> But, you know, he did all those things by executive order. So as soon as... They just undo them all. It's great. Yeah, those it's great. things just get undone straight away. So that's hilarious. Anyway, um, what else have I got here? I've got... Oh, I'm going to mention it I just because I thought it was so cool. New MRI um, type tech for infants. So there's a lot of brain... You know, So you know what a, a magnetic resonance uh, imaging system is, right? Of course. Yes. So it takes a, you know, it uses magnets <coughs> to, to work out what's going on in your brain and, and make a picture it, of the brain. If you want to really, yeah, that's right. And that's when they uh, jam you in the tube. Yeah. And, and have you had one? Tube. I had, I was like, have I had one? I think I have, but it was only for a part of like my arm or something. Oh, I've not, had, not like the whole. I've yeah. had one for my back. Yeah, all right. And one of the worst experiences ever is when my daughter had to have one and she was like probably less than 18 months old. Yes. And you go in there and they're like, look, uh, we're just going to put her to sleep, but she's going to struggle. Just hold her arms down. And you hold her on the table and then she just goes limp. And then they're like, oh, yeah, she's all good now. Uh, you can leave the room. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Yeah, terrible. so this is exactly for that for infants. And Good. so what it is, instead of using magnetics, it's using infrared. Similar sort of... Uh, similar like Predator. In, well, yeah. <laughs> it sends infrared into the skull and it bounces back out, right? And um, is this just for heads then, or the whole yeah, body? Yeah, this is just for heads. Oh, right. Sorry, yeah, just, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a brain thing. And oh, um, so okay. they basically created this... Uh, like a swim cap. Yes. And it's got uh, hexagonal tessellated um, Of course, sensors. other bits. And uh, I love the word tessellated. It's just so good. They fit together is what tessellated You need to means. put that into one of your courses somehow. We're going to tessellate and teach you something. Yeah, I could tessellate some words for you. That would be just yeah. amazing. Anyway, tessellated um, uh, sensors. And the baby can basically, like from a crawling age, can, they can put this cap on it. Yeah. And it can wander around. 
and it's still creating this image and it doesn't have to be held still or anything like that. And one of the other benefits of this, because so they created it just so that they could do this without upsetting the children. But then they realized, well, we've never had those images of the brain working normally. We've only had the images of the brain Lying down, scared shitless because this big thing's going yeah, spinning around. And, and them, they're right? super loud. Yeah, exactly. So, um, oh, we can actually get what a normal brain's supposed does to that, look like. Um, yeah. I don't know if you know, but does the reason that work because they've still got the soft skull I and it's not fully no, formed? No, and it, it was a very short uh, little piece on it and I wanted to know more. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, but I thought I'd mention it just because I think it's a cool idea. And uh, I don't know how advanced or how far down the track that is, how, you know. No, yeah, because it might just be concept at the moment. Yeah, I think it's a bit past concept. It's been tested, but. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not in market. Will be prototype, not not market. Yeah, Anyway, that was good. Um, Oh, talking about um, prototype, this is a little old now because I've pushed it forward a couple of weeks. It was the Hyperloop test. Did you check that out? Elon Musk's thing. I uh, know. Uh, Virgin, Virgin's Hyperloop test. What's their Hyperloop? Is that going to it's space? It's the same. No, it's a Hyperloop. What? You Hang know on, what a no, hyper- Hyperloop yeah. is? It's the tube where they suck the air out and then... Well, uh, no, because Elon Musk went from that to just having a hole with the Tesla in it. Remember? Yeah, so well, anyway, so no, Virgin is, was doing this. Virgin's doing a Hyperloop where, as well. Because, you know, they're all billionaires oh, and they they're all each other. Where are they doing this? In the UK or somewhere else? Uh, no, it was in America was the test. I'm pretty okay, sure. Tell it me like more. Tell me more. So anyway, they, they did the first full-scale test. And they sent um, a couple a, a couple of people, test pilots. Yeah, test pilots. A, a guy and a girl. They're not piloting anything. They're just sitting there. The camera's on them. Hoping not and to they die. And yeah, like really, really fast. And I can't remember it because I didn't. Oh, I have got the, I've got the um, blog thing. So, okay. I need to know how fast they went, how far they went. They didn't go very far. And is this thing above ground or underground? <laughs> yes. Slip. Is it above ground or underground? It's, it's above ground. Uh, I mean, ultimately, it would be go away with your cookie preferences <laughs> they're great that, aren't that's they? what it looked like inside so it looks pretty spacey oh it looks it's very nice cool. comfortable very... and they're just wearing normal clothes i don't know yeah, if yeah. yeah oh, it's, it's the hyperloop logo oh, of, course. of course um uh this is one of those rare moments that humanity is making a great leap forward people riding in a hyperloop system for the very first time here was my reaction as i watched the test on a live stream at home i could not have been more excited or prouder of the wonderful team as they made transportation history that's um what sir richard branson said Yes, that's exactly. um, I thought sorry, that was, it was him, in actually. the Nevada. So I know, yeah, it didn't sound like him at all. I didn't realize it was supposed to sound like him till the end. I went, oh, okay. Ah. Anyway, um, it was in the Nevada desert. Um, bah, 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 bah. I didn't even know they were <laughs> doing this. And Josh, Josh Geigel, Director of Passenger Experience. What yeah. a name. Yeah. Uh, title, I mean. No, that's uh, the whole thing I, now. I love their reactions to test. Oh, so they were laughing as they were going in it. But so I'm guessing it's on demand, ridiculously fast, zero direct emissions. Um, Is it using imagine magnets? Your, yeah, I think it's lead propulsion. Yep. Yeah, yeah, imagine your journey usually takes more than three and a half hours. Now suddenly, the new option arrives to cut it down to thirty-five minutes. That's what we're looking at. Blah blah blah. Well, tell us about the test. You no, uh, with today's successful test. No, just make something up. <laughs> to make it up. More articles. No, it doesn't tell you how okay. fast they went. So this thing happened. We'll have a link I, in the I show notes. It, I saw the video. 
So are they? It, it looked like it went like five hundred meters or something. Oh, um, and but they went to a, a pretty impressive speed. But faster than like say a bullet train. Yes, I believe. But so. are they getting? Are you under extreme G force or are they? Do they counter well, that? Straight. So they went like that in the video. Oh, I don't know. They need to do an actual bigger amount, long, like do ten kilometers. I know, and then, but it's then the tell first us. time they've actually had it work. Had it work where they suck the air out or they put a gas in. Yeah. So you've got the whole tunnel. They've they sealed the that's tunnel. That's right. But I don't get how that's going to work in reality. Like, oh, I suppose you have um, locks. Oh, airlocks. Airlocks. So oh, I see. Your yeah, station yeah. is an airlock. The doors are shut. Yeah. You can come out without dying. Uh, they may not have thought dying. this through. They just all they want to do is have this test, well, I, you know, and then we'll never hear about it ever again. Amazon's already working on its hyperloop that's going to go straight to your house, and it's only this big to get a box in. Oh, of course. I mean, yeah. It's, as long as a, your service don't go down, a tube. That'd be great. Yeah. Right. Who knows? Uh, it's all a bit crazy. What's that sound? Shower taken off. Oh, some sort of water. I think, I think Diego's upstairs doing something. Welcome to the podcasting oh, studio of yeah, the future. Yeah, we're waiting for the, the, the leaking to start. Um, He's got right. a... Uh, Did you hit... What was this? Is this monolith thing yours? Oh, yeah. No, it was nothing too exciting. Uh, it was just a bit random. These guys... Uh, it actually came out today, the story. So you may have seen it uh, if you read the news no. or things. Um, these... Oh, I'll better just tell you where it is. In the middle of nowhere in America somewhere... I've been really busy today, so normally I write show notes that go along with the thing, but uh, no, that's not happening. Uh, so, what is? I don't care about you raising money stuff. I don't want to give you money. I don't want to know about your money problems. In Utah, a shiny three metal, sorry, three meter, completely shiny monolith was found just randomly in the middle of nowhere, and it's all mirror finish, and it's uh, three meters tall. And um, wow, um, is that triangular? No, I think it's a square. Okay, uh, but they said so. Anyway, that was all good. And then the Utah Department of Public Safety sort of, I think they posted a photo of it, and they're like, "Oh, we're not going to disclose the location due to fears that curious hikers could end up lost in the desert trying to find it. That's not good. So we're not going to do that. And um, you know, that, that's what we're doing on the website." And then, like, I don't know, I think 10 minutes later, they found it on Google Earth. Like, the people <laughs> on Reddit found it and goes, oh, this is where it is. And then somebody goes, it's not that far from a road, actually. Uh, so they seem to think it was made between 2015 and 2016. Yeah, it, I was going to say, is it not something that was used in a film? Because it could be a crazy artist like that guy you talked about that stuck that thing on that Maori rock. There's a guy that found it there. Oh, Wow. That's a pretty good photo. Yeah, the guy's sitting on top of it and got a photo of it. But, they, yeah, I don't know. But um, So people have already gone to go find it straight away. But they did note unauthorized structures on federally managed public lands is illegal, no matter what planet you're from. So anyway. <laughs> no that, matter what planet you're from. Yes, Donald Trump, I'm talking to you. <laughs> the, bu- the Bureau of Land Management is determining whether to investigate further or not. Uh, for Pete's sake. Because yeah. it's, uh, you know, striking an uncanny, uncanny resemblance to the mysterious structure in 2001 Space Odyssey. That's the callback to the other planet thing there. Uh, yeah, but that's pretty cool. I like the idea that somebody managed to haul that thing into the middle of nowhere and set it up. And for some reason, 
didn't seem to be known about much uh, since 2016. That's what I want to do, I think, when I get old. Set up random art installations. See, that lasted that- just about as long as that time capsule at the... <laughs> yeah. It, no, it lasted twice as long because that was 2018. It did. Yeah. It did. So that's what I'm looking forward to is doing that. Uh, we're almost at the end, Chris. Uh, Diego, our flatmate, has a art exhibition tonight, which I'm going to. And you are going to... Training at, uh, at Ahikumako um, uh, Startup. The startup thingy? Um, yeah, school. That'll be cool. So that'll so be you, cool. This is a new group? This is a new potential group? Yeah, so and you're going to hear s- some really cool ideas. Uh, well, I probably won't hear anything today, but I will on Saturday. Oh, I knew so you would, today yeah. I'm telling them what a presentation is going to be like at the end of their 48 hours. So they've got 48 That's hours. That's right. They're going to learn a load it's of start stuff up tomorrow. Weekend, isn't it? Yeah, so it's a two-day, but it's Friday, Saturday. Um, they're going to learn a load tomorrow and then Sunday, a uh, Saturday rather. Chris reappears I, I reappear for lunch. and then coach them through. So I'll hear all their cool, cool ideas. And yes, really look forward then. to hearing this from Chris uh, when he gets back. It's yeah, pretty well, cool. I don't know how much I can share. Obviously. No, you can't share on the podcast, but you can tell me. <laughs> On the deal. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the deal. Okay. So, anyway, that's us. Uh, check us out. Thanks for listening. Share it with a friend. And until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.